those things. Nobody likes it. Mm-hmm. And you got to be there to pick your own self up. There's going to be times where you thought you should have gotten an opportunity and the next person does. Yes. And you got to be there to console yourself. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're stepping into a space where a lot of people don't understand what you're doing. Hello, guys. This is the fifth episode of Privileged Black Kids with your host, Kendall Camp. And today I'm, I'm speaking with YouTuber and entrepreneur, Alyssa Chanel. Alyssa, how are you? I'm doing well, and you? I'm doing great. So, Alyssa, before getting into all different questions and subtopics and all that, give us a background of yourself before, like, leading up to this point of you being, like, a senior in college. Sure. Um, so, Alyssa um, grew up in Richmond, Virginia. Um, very different from Atlanta, Georgia. Came Definitely. to Spelman um, looking for kind of, like, blackness because I had gone to an all-white high school. Um, and okay. so when I got here, just it very was total involved shock. and yeah, tried to like document my experience like through my YouTube over the years. Um, and now I'm a senior, so got you. So I know you being like a senior now and just being through like I, I wonder really like your freshman year like why I know you're an economics major like why do you choose that major? Because yeah. I know you being a YouTuber like some people end up going to CTAMS or whatever like economics is more for a business standpoint mm-hmm. or what was your reason? Yeah, so I chose economics actually because Spelman didn't offer business at the time. Um, actually, it's funny when I first came to Spelman, I thought I was going to be a soci major, a sociology major. Okay. And I literally was a sociology major for like two weeks, and then I changed my major to economics because okay. um, I hated writing so much. Wow. Um, just not my strongest suit. Or you, so you don't like writing, but you like for your YouTube channel, you still like writing for that instead. Yeah, like content creation, not so much like the scribing of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I chose economics because I knew that, like, I wanted to end up in business, mm-hmm. um, and economics was like the closest thing that I felt like at the time mm-hmm. aligned with what my career goals were. Gotcha. But it's funny, actually, economics has nothing to do with business. Not that they don't have anything. I to mean, do they, with each they other. can they can go together. I mean. From stuff or research I've done, a lot of the best like entrepreneurs actually are economics majors because yeah. you just you understand how everything works and if you can, yeah. you know, crunch numbers, know what the market is. Yeah, I would actually suggest econ over business, business administration. Yeah. Um, econ's a little bit more like challenging, but it's definitely like a lot more in depth and like mm-hmm. understanding stuff. So. What do you think is the difference between like economics and business finance? Because I know a lot of people that want to go to either investment banking or consulting. They end up going either business finance or economics. Like, why would you say econ is better? Um, I think there's definitely, like, advantages to getting finance. Like, finance is a lot more practical, in my opinion. Like, Uh you'll probably do a lot more with that in the business real world. But, like, Uh economics is, like, theory and, like, understanding, like, principles. And, like, to me, if you can understand principles, like, you can understand everything else. Like, finance is very specific, but economics is very broad, if Uh that makes sense. Got what you mean. Um, I guess next question is, I know you're a YouTuber, you have about 6-7K <laughs> as far as following, but uh, why did you want to start being a YouTuber in the first place? Yeah, um, so when I first came to YouTube, actually the summer before going to YouTube, I would stay up like all night long watching Brie Lynn. Okay. Um, she's a YouTuber that went to Spelman, graduated last year. Um, she was like the very first Spelman like, YouTuber that I felt like, okay, or YouTuber even, that I felt like, okay, I see her, I identify mm-hmm. with her because we share this like Spelman experience. Yeah. But I felt like Brie Lynn's life was like, I couldn't really relate to her life. What was um, that? I thought Brie Lynn, like, I, I don't think it's like superficial or, or anything, but mm-hmm. I think like Brie Lynn is, um, 
Like, she really likes, like, the glam and the glitz and stuff like that. Kind of bougie? Yeah, like, yeah, okay. a little... Okay, you cannot put this on there. And oh, my like, fault. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, she's just a little bit more, like, um, prim and proper, in my opinion. And I feel like I'm a little bit more, like, down-to-earth and, like, rugged or, like, raggedy sometimes. Okay. Um, and I felt like, you know, I want... Like, she showed a really good job of, like, the Spelman experience. But, like, I wanted to show, like, what it truly is, like... A spellman on like a what does a spellman I look like on a Monday through Friday? Friday like instead of like, instead the of like the Friday through Sunday. Yeah, she's kind of like the weekend, and I'm kind of like the Monday through Friday. Um, wearing your bonnet on a you know camera and stuff, gotcha. and um, I felt like when I started to really notice that it was different from her is like the second year I came back to Spellman, and there were underclassmen telling me that they liked my um, channel because like they themselves yeah were they could identify with it yeah yeah so. Yep. Gosh, that's dope. So, as far as being a YouTuber, I know a lot of people that they come to you or just people ask, like, oh, I want to be a YouTuber, let me be in the YouTube <laughs> game. Like, what are some of the pros and cons of being a YouTuber that people, like, they don't really know about? Yeah, um, I think pros always is, like, people, like, creating a brand, creating a platform, um, having complete creative control over, like, your space. Um, mm. I think another pro is, like, when you start sort of do start to establish a following, like, you know, it's cool to have people tell you that they watch your content yeah. and, like, stuff like that. I would say, like, the cons that people probably don't think about are, like, it's a lot of work. Like, mm -hmm. people see, like, kind of the final YouTube video. So they see this the final video and they think everything's, like, glamorous, glamorous. and Glamorous. And it's funny because me and Kendall were actually just talking about this, like... <laughs> when you came over you mm -hmm. know you thought that my setup yeah. looked like one thing but in reality it's like it's pretty a little wild yeah. yeah so you know um just i feel like a lot of people approach me like thinking that this is what they want to do um and then when i start to like kind of tell them like oh you know it's like that means like doing youtube is like also like editing your editing, videos and like mm -hmm. it's also like finding locations mm -hmm. to film and finding content to film yeah. like all that stuff got you, you can pause for a second are you coming out yeah okay you want me to pause? Um, it doesn't really matter. It's okay. uncut. It's a podcast. Like yeah, it's true. not. You know, there's, there's no like fake interview. Morgan, guys. Got you. Um, yeah. um, I guess like another thing as far as YouTube, like, do you think it's not? I won't say it's bad, but like everybody just trying to be a YouTuber now and just trying to like get put on. Do you kind of like not get offended by it? You're like, all right, like that's cool, but yeah. Um, I feel like I'm definitely like a supportive YouTuber. Like I love to see everybody try it. I think it's like funny sometimes because mm -hmm. I know like if ten people approach me saying they want to do YouTube, like probably two people will oh, actually, actually stick it. with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely think it's like becoming oversaturated. I think like a lot of people are kind of getting into it because it seems like more of like the thing to do now, yeah. and it seems like an easy way to make money mm -hmm. or become famous, which is like I mean to each his own. Yeah. Um, but I feel like because I've been doing it for four years, it's easy to kind of see through like who's really here for, you know, it mm. and who's just here yeah, to like, it's like try and come up really check. quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I feel like there's in any mm. industry, there's always going to be people that just try and like you know do the fast entry, which yeah. is fine, but there's no longevity in that, like in my opinion. Got you. So like, to with being a YouTuber, like, do you really care about your numbers that much, or you kind of just put out content, or do we? Do you have a point where? You put out like a great video and get a certain amount of views. Like, all right, that kind of yes. Oh yeah. my goodness, <laughs> yes, it hurts so bad. No, I definitely care about the numbers. Um, I think it's less about the vanity though. I think like when I first started, I cared about the numbers because it was like trying to prove something to everybody else mm -hmm. and trying to like, oh, like I had this many people that watch my videos and yeah. blah blah blah. 
and you know feeling like a sense of self-worth mm-hmm. um but i feel like over the years is like i've started to understand like the business side of youtube like yeah. the numbers actually are very important mm-hmm. like just as far as how i know those are the algorithms play and like as far as like ad revenue like all that type of stuff mm-hmm. yeah and like trying to build your brand and so for me like I know people probably think like, okay, you're so obsessive with your numbers, but I'm like, you don't understand. Like, these are benchmarks for me to hit at this yeah. point. Like, this is not about like I need 10k followers because I need to feel good, but it's like I need 10k followers so I can go pitch to a company as to why mm. they should send me their products, products. for free. Like, got you. So, so yeah. it's really just building that brand. I got, I got what you mean. Yeah. Um. But yes, it still does hurt when you post content that you think is gonna be fire and then nobody yeah. likes it. That happened to me the other. Actually, that happened to me yesterday. I posted this. What would you post? Um, picture right here. Sorry, I know they can't see this, but it's all good. I posted this one, and I tried to like be all inspirational and everything too, and I only got four hundred likes, which I mean, like, probably doesn't sound like much, but I'm at the point where I'm you want you're trying to get like one of those big ones where you kill a thousand. Everybody's just adding like, oh, this is so motivational. Yeah, yeah. and I was like, dang, nobody got the message, but it's okay because I think one thing I'm learning about content creation or like learning Mm -hmm. to get better is like. One thing that I always hear is like you have to produce like a lot of really like shitty content in order to know kind of what the good, good content, content is. Yeah, that's funny how you say that because like my the, my friends that know me like I am pretty like motivation. I like to like help them, but like I've had thoughts. Of, oh, I should put more paragraphs on my Instagram. But then I know I'm a person like when I go down my Instagram feed, if I see like like a long ass fucking caption, I'm like. I don't want to read all yeah. of this usually unless it's maybe like Gary Vee or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But. You know, I, I kind of get where you're coming from. Is like I've held back and I've like tried to tell myself, all right, get a camera, maybe put out something like actually you talking, say if you just like typing things. Because anybody yeah. can really do that. When you have like somebody can see your face and what you're saying, it can maybe like hit more. Yeah, and I think like with anybody, and this is something like that. It's just with every master, there was once a beginner, which I know is like such like a cliche thing yeah. to say, but like the more you get into your craft, you kind of understand yeah. like the statement a little bit better, mm-hmm. and you're like, wow, like you know. Before, like, I think I posted a photo over winter break and I got, like, a th- over a thousand likes. And I was, like, I was taken aback. Yeah. But I was, like, people don't know, like, how many photos I've had to take to get to that point where I finally hit a photo that got, like, a thousand likes. You know what I'm uh-huh, saying? yeah. And so it's just, like, but once again, like, mm-hmm. I had to start by just putting out really, like, bad quality photos yeah. first. And, like, you know, so. I bet, I guess it's fun because, like, I've kind of noticed my podcast, like, I'm on, this is episode five. And every video or, like, any, every podcast or whatever you're doing, you have new ideas and like you implement them. Like you post something like, "Oh, I could have done this better." And it's kind of mm-hmm. just like, I don't know. So much more. It's so much funner than like school, I guess. Yeah, it is definitely funner than school. Yeah. Um, I guess the next question is like, I know you have, you're an entrepreneur and you have a business. Like, what is that business and like, what do you do to kind of you know get it out there? Yeah. So Divi, if you guys are listening, um, go check it out at. W, no, hold on, we don't have www. It's divi.co, D-I-I-V-Y dot C-O. Um, but essentially, we are developing a mobile application to increase funding at colleges and universities. Okay. And um, running a business is tough shit, okay? It is hard. It's mm-hmm. very hard. Um, we started literally a year ago, um, February 20-something. Um, this time last year was when okay. we solidified our idea, pitched it for the very first mm-hmm. time, and like, you know, it was like... Well, so are you, are you in partner with somebody? Yeah, so okay. um, I'm CEO of the company, and then I have a COO. We okay. have a PR person, and then we have two app developers. Okay. Team of all Spelman and Morehouse students and one Georgia Tech student. So okay. um, doing business is hard, though. We haven't even really, like, we're not even at the point of, like, where I'd consider us a business. Mm-hmm. Like, we have all the licenses and stuff like that, but we haven't 
gotten to the point of making money. Um, and I think that's one thing. That <laughs> that's normal. You yeah. know, I'm sorry, starting a business. <laughs> and I think that's one thing that people always think like, oh, I have a business. I have an idea. And, and then you start making money. Money is going to buy whatever you want. It's right. Not like that. And it's not like that. And actually, yesterday was the first day that we were able to deploy the first version of our application, mm-hmm. which is something that we had set a deadline for in G- July of this mm-hmm. past year. So yeah. you can see almost six months later, we're just now getting yeah, it out. So nothing is like when it comes to business. Mm. And I'm so early on, like I really don't. I'm not even like at a point where I can give advice yet. Got you. Okay, so you're not gonna do anything on YouTube as far as oh, how to run a business. Yeah, no, I'm not there yet. Got Um, you. So, as far as I guess running that business, like, how do you like I guess do like while while you're going to school? I know you just finished that Spelman like your last semester, but like, how did you do? Like, what was your day in the life like? Like trying to balance not just school extracurriculars, but you have to do that and then your business and YouTube. Like, how do you do that? I guess. (laughs) cry um no i think like with all that comes like a balance i feel like last year or last no wait spring semester 2018 um was when we first started the business and i was also doing my youtube i had also just crossed aka i had also been involved um as just like very Uh on campus and running orgs and stuff and so for me that's when i kind of realized like um Balance is good, but like at a certain point, like you you can't like just balance everything. Some things have to be subtracted, subtracted. at some point. So there's times where you had like I have to hold back on this from even a week to a month. Yeah, and like I think that for me, when I realized that going to school was no longer an option, going to do AKA was no longer an option. Like those were mandatory things. Like for me, something had to take a back burner, and mm-hmm. I feel like my business and my YouTube were those things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't so much that I couldn't balance the two. It was just like okay, if I can just get what I need to do out of the way, then. Like, like, I can free myself up to work yeah. on the things that I truly care about. And actually be great at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, even for me, this is a story that I never actually talk about. Most people probably don't know. Um, last uh-huh. summer, I had an internship offer with Wells Fargo okay. um, because I had completed my sophomore internship with them. So, I had a return offer. Had accepted the offer and had gotten really overwhelmed by the school year mm-hmm. and just, you know, not being able to devote my time to my yeah. YouTube and my business. And so, like... <laughs> April of last year, threw a Hail Mary, called my boss, reneged on my offer right then wow. and there, just so I could dedicate my whole summer to my business and my YouTube. Wow. Um, and so that's something I, like, I never tell anybody. But, yes. so Shoot. I never, I never knew know. that. I think it was like me understanding that the only way this was going to work, like you never have time, but you have to make time where you can. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, like life can get like so. Mm-hmm. Is it hard, I guess, trying to balance, I guess, corporate Alyssa and like YouTube creator Alyssa I guess well corporate Alyssa was really hard to difficult I mean balance because I was in investment banking and when I worked at Wells Fargo I was working 16 hours a day and yeah I know that's hard work yeah and it's not even just the fact that like that in and of itself is very taxing but like a lot of people will tell you with side hustles you you know you do your job and you come home and then like that Mm -hmm. becomes your job but like when you don't get home till midnight every night and you You wake up at five in the morning like like, knocking out when you get home yeah Yeah. like there's no time to do that um and so that's why i knew like i needed to sacrifice that summer or this past summer in order to like really like get into my dream like what you really wanted to do yeah that must have been tough i guess was it do you get feedback from, of course, maybe your friends or family being like, 
why we do this is such a great opportunity and just now you just want to go create and do stuff like yes absolutely my mom was like I think that is so awesome that you want to follow your dreams but are you going to pay for it and <laughs> that was very much like the sentiment mm -hmm. but luckily my parents were very supportive after they kind of like got over themselves mm -hmm. um, I think I knew it was going to be scary going into it and it definitely was like a very difficult summer mm -hmm. um, trying to find like jobs and stuff like that when you like little side jobs instead of just doing that I mean, when you go mm -hmm. from making, like, $1,000 every two weeks, literally, to all of a sudden you're making, like, $50 paychecks because you're babysitting somebody's kids, like, it's a huge shift. Mm -hmm. um, and I, for but me, Was it, like, was it okay, I guess, because I think, like, any person that's listening to this as far as a college student, like, going into it, like, what's going to make me happy? And was, I guess, Alyssa more happy just doing what she loved, even though she was making less money, than going into maybe a corporate role for a summer and making... Yeah, 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 that's definitely the truth for me. Um, I don't know how like big you are into astrology, but I'm real big into astrology. And okay. it always talks about how like Pisces are dreamers. Like we really like are far from reality sometimes. Okay. And I think that's definitely the truth with me. <laughs> but I think because of that, like it kind of makes me more of like a visionary. And so like I know my personality Working in a corporate space, great. Like, I can do the job. Like, mm -hmm. I'm more than qualified. But mm -hmm. it's just, like, that's not the thing that, like, makes me feel yeah. alive. And because of that, like, eventually over time, like, I produce low-quality work. And, and then it's just... Yeah. So, yeah. for me, it was like, okay, are you about to do this corporate thing for the rest of your mm -hmm. life? Or are you about to take some time wait, to do the thing that you really want to do? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Kind of just on that point, I always wonder, because I'm a creator myself, I'm wondering, like... It's a weird question, but when you're in class, like, are you able to strictly focus on what you're doing? Or do you have ideas that pop in your head oh, that like, oh, you just want to write them down real quick? Last semester was so hard. And I'll tell you, I'm working on a senior thesis that I should have finished last semester for that exact reason. Because every time I'd get in class, you know what I do? Go straight to my YouTube channel mm -hmm. or have some ideas and do everything yeah. else except focus. Mm -hmm. And now I'm paying for it because I'm still working on this thesis. Should have been graduated, but it's okay because I'm still ahead of everybody else. Um, but um, yeah, it's definitely difficult. And mm -hmm. I think that's like when you know you found like the thing that you're passionate about when mm -hmm. like all roads kind of keep leading back to this one thing, no matter how hard you try and like focus on other things. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's definitely the truth. Yeah, I totally do. You mean it like, it kind of trips me out. Like my first semester wasn't bad. I still kept it B average, but like, of course, I'm like those guys that got 4.0s. And like, even though I built my creative size, like building a podcast, like trying to be a student ambassador, being different extracurriculars, things are like totally fun for me, but still not, not getting that high SGP. It was kind of like, I was kind of bummed out. But then I like, I was like, kind of, what do you honestly want to do? And I think that kind of like, it always like, all right, I'm okay. I know what I'm doing, you know? Yeah. Kind of a loaded question, but. Yeah, uh, no, that's real. I guess like the next question. I hope this doesn't piss people off. Um, I was just wondering, like, why do you think at Spelman there are, like, there are a lot of aspiring nurses, but not more aspiring, like, entrepreneurs? Yeah, um, I think it's the security. I think, I mean, I think there's girls that are genuinely interested in nursing. Like, don't mm -hmm. get me wrong. Yeah. But I think, like, even for me for the longest time, before I even came to Spelman, I thought, I swear to God, I was going to be an anesthesiologist. And I even Yo, went to what do you, what do you, I don't even know what that is. Anesthesiologists are the people when you go into surgery, they put a needle in you and say hi. I mean, see uh, you when you wake up in three hours, like, and they knock you out. Um, 
but they make a lot of money. And I even went to high school, like a specialty center high school where I was districted outside of all the kids that I Mm -hmm. was supposed to go to high school with just so I could focus on health sciences. But when I was there, I thought, I mean, I kind of thought to myself, I was like, wow, Alyssa, like you really hate everything about this. And the only reason why you're doing this right now is because you know you're going to make a lot of money money. doing this. But Alyssa, if you can never make it through med school, you won't ever see that money. Money. Um, and I think for a lot of girls at Spelman, um, and I don't think it's specific to Spelman, I think it's just kind of like where we are mm-hmm. in this day and age. It's easier to kind of go with the thing that you feel like is going to be in demand when you graduate mm-hmm. or when you feel like it's going to be job security yeah. than kind of pursuing something as rogue as entrepreneurship. Do you think it's, um, it's kind of a question I've always in the back of my head. Do you think it's more of just everybody in America is kind of, that is between, let's say, 16 and 28 or whatever, is trying to be more creative? Or as I've kind of talked to my parents, is it more of just we're in the AUC? We're at these the best HBCUs in the country, and just parents are pushing their kids go be a lawyer, go be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And I even see pushback with different advisors that I talk to, my parents, different professors, as far as yeah, do this to get this job. But then it's like I really want to do this. Like, yeah. do you kind of see that? Yeah, I definitely do. And I think like we have to think about where our like the mindset our parents our are parents coming did from it. though too, because like. When they were in college, like, the thing to do was to go straight to the force, like I told you, kind of, like, before we started this. Mm. And I think, like, our generation is becoming a little bit more, like, less inclined to just, like, oh, I'm going to get a degree and go straight into the force for yeah. the rest of my life. Like, that's a very cookie-cutter life to live. Mm, a lot of people are just like, no, I want to do something yeah. different. And I think our parents were a lot more okay with that because of the limited opportunities that they have at this time, mm. at the time. But I think with us being, like black millennials and we're living in such a generation where like mm. we are the culture yeah, I don't actually I don't think I'm a millennial you are a millennial I'm not I swear I'll, I can look it up right now yeah, actually you might be right were you born in 2000 or something 2000 yeah. that is wild that I'm sitting next to somebody that was born in the year 2000 um but no um so it's just a different mindset difference in mindset but I think like that's like where the, like, that's what makes a true entrepreneur is like mm. hearing everybody say what no, are you doing and then you saying pushing. yeah I'm gonna do it anyways. Got you. Kind of, it's kind of the same question, but like on that, like, did you ever deal with people just saying like, "Why are you doing this?" and just like, just focus on this. Like, I'm already seeing this now through my first semester of college. I'm wondering how you've done it, being four years at Spelman, hearing, "Oh, just do this." You know, that YouTube stuff is cool, but yeah, I think for me, actually, I I don't usually hear that quite a lot, quite a lot, and I know that's like not the case for a lot of people, but I think because when I first started YouTube, it was very much like a I'm gonna do it as a hobby so nobody was really taking me as like a mm-hmm. oh Lizzie you're trying to make this your career everyone just thought like oh she kind of does this yeah just on the side I think now that I've started to kind of like proclaim and tell people like yeah I know I'm trying to be a YouTuber mm-hmm. I start to see that like a little bit more uh-huh. um, nobody ever is discouraging and I think maybe because I already kind of have a platform platform you're already following yeah mm-hmm. people kind of like they see my potential but they're kind of like because YouTube is still so new, people don't understand mm-hmm. how you make money yeah. from it. But I'm like, no, y'all don't understand. Like, people really be making yeah, money. Yeah, um, see all the guys from Phase and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so, like I said, I don't really get a whole lot of people that are like, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, but I get a lot of people that are kind of like, I'm like, I want to do YouTube. And they're like, really? You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because they, they like think like... Yeah, as you see posts and you make no money and it's just like, it's yeah. the hobby, yeah. It's like one of those pipe dreams. I think that's what people think about it. Got you. Um... I guess now, since you're about to graduate, what's, I guess, the plan now as far as trying to run your business, YouTube channel, and being a corporate job? Like, Yeah, that's the question. I know it's a loaded question, you know. It's it's real. I wish I I had an answer. I don't think I know yet. I think just like everything, I'll figure it out. Um, Anybody that knows me knows, like, I always kind of, like, put my hand into every basket I can. So Mm -hmm. as long as I'm able to sustain the three... 
then I will. Mm-hmm. I will say, like, moving to Miami is definitely going to kind of put it, like, a hindrance potentially on, like, how the business is operated here. But, yeah. I mean, I got, like, four more months to figure it out. So yeah, a little we'll time. See. We'll see. Yeah. Um, I guess this is, this is kind of, like, it's not, I guess it's another loaded question. But as far as, like, I watch a lot of YouTube, and I'm not going to lie, like, I've... I watch a lot of these guys like Bryce Gum, Jake Pauls, like all these guys. And I would talk to my parents and like different people as far as black entrepreneurs, black creators, not getting the same type of clout or falling because of some of these, I guess, white creators. Like, let's say maybe not to like get on anybody, like let's say Alyssa Violet. She gets so many followers and yes, she's like, she has a great YouTube channel, but it's off her looks and her body. Like, have you ever felt that, oh, I don't get these certain type of numbers because I'm not the like, I guess, you know, you yeah. know blonde hair and all that stuff oh i definitely do and i don't even know if it necessarily is like a white and black thing because i think there's a lot of like black youtubers that i could argue yeah. the same case mm-hmm. for that i'm like what does this girl do other than like take cute pictures but <laughs> because of the generation we do live in with like this influencing thing like fortunately for a lot of people like they can you know use that to their advantage yeah. um I definitely have felt some type of way sometimes because I'm like, I know I produce quality content. Yeah. The only reason why I'm not getting seen is because I'm not as cute as the next girl. Mm. But it's like, I think that could be like a really sorry excuse for anybody to use is like, oh, I'm not getting views because somebody, like, I'm not as cute. But that's where you have to like really tap into like, like, all right, just figure, figure out what I'm good at and try to yeah, just go on. Yeah, because at the end of the day, people come to what's quality and what's value. And if at the end of the day, you're the ugliest person alive, but you can tell everybody how to like figure out how to do pie, like mm-hmm. formula pie, like then everyone loves you all of a sudden. Yeah. So it's just like figuring out what you're good at and using that to your advantage. Got you. So the last question, after all this, we have 25 minutes? Yeah, not saw, too bad. Solid content. Um, I guess, what is, like, your biggest advice? It could be a high school senior, anybody in college, really, like, that's as aspiring to be, like, a creator, entrepreneur, YouTuber, but is afraid of, like, the backlash she might get, she might get from her friends or family? Yeah, um, I'll tell you what, I, what my Morehouse brother told me sophomore year that changed my life. So simple. He literally said... Nobody will rock harder with you than you can with you. And that to me, I don't know why he when he said it, just it like stuck something with you? Yeah, something so like such an easy principle, but like so real. And I think like for anybody that's trying to step into the content creation mm-hmm. space or even just like pursuing your own passions and hobbies cuz I really don't think it's specific to content creation. Mm-hmm. I feel like the biggest thing is like and it's gonna sound so cliche. It's okay. You but use it's cliche just, stuff. Like yeah, it's fine. It's, and um, you know, you have to go hard for you all the time. Um, there's gonna be times where you post things, nobody likes it, mm-hmm. and you gotta be there to pick your own self up. There's gonna be times where you thought you should have gotten an opportunity, and the next person does, does. and you gotta be there to console yourself, mm. especially when you're stepping into a space where a lot of people don't understand what you're doing. Mm. Um, for me, I've just recently kind of connected with other YouTube communities, but mm. having a YouTube community seriously is like, or even content creation, whatever space you're in, mm. community seriously is like one mm. of the best things I can ever advise you to be a part of, just mm. because it's like, everybody sees you doing the YouTube thing, but mm. like, you know, not that many people actually know what actually it means. Actually know what it means, what it is, yeah. what's going on, yeah. So I can tell you all day about how frustrating it is when my disc ejects from my laptop while I'm in the middle of working on a video, but to somebody that doesn't actually do this, they, they, just don't, like, understand they don't understand the frustration. And so I think, you know, whether it's you finding a podcast community of podcasters that you can just kind of kick it with, mm-hmm. um, or YouTubers that you can kind of be like, 
dang y'all i just posted this photo can somebody go like it please because yeah. i just need or just collabs are always good you know yeah mm-hmm. um so you know there's gonna be people that backlash like so if you if you think you're gonna step into this space and they're not you have stepped into the wrong space like yeah. you know you're you're not the right person for this mm-hmm. but if you can just be a little bit mentally sound enough to say like I know what I'm here for. I know my purpose, mm-hmm. and I know people will f- like rock with it eventually. Yeah, like, then you'll, you'll, make you'll it. be fine. Yeah. Got you. So. All right. Yeah. Well, that was all the questions I have. Wow, I feel so official. It's like, been on the Privileged Black Kids podcast, episode five. Yeah, you know, I we're, love we're, it. We're trying out here, but um, thank you so much for providing valuable information. You know, I think a lot of people when they hear this, like hearing your story, can motivate them. I mean, it's definitely motivated me. Oh. Um, you're no, doing your no, own stop. thing with no, the podcast. Thank so. you so much. Keep it up. Definitely. Um, but yeah, all right. That's for the fifth episode of Privileged Black Kids. Please like and follow. Oh, did my camera turn off? Wow, what the hell? Maybe it oh. Shoot. See, How technology technology things always happen. Wow, what the hell? Another thing I almost forgot, like plug like your Instagram YouTube, because I know people oh. might want to listen. Yeah, so if you guys are listening and want to follow, it's Alyssa Chanel on Instagram with two A's. So A L Y S S A A. I'll put in the description. Chanel, yep. And then my YouTube is Alyssa Chanel too. So Got you. Yeah. Alright guys, thank you much so much for the love and support. And thank you for listening.